Welcome to Real Moms Say the F Word. Good afternoon. Welcome to Real Moms Say the F Word. I'm your host, Melissa, and I have with me today someone who is totally awesome. Yeah, I went back to the 80s on that one. Suck it. Um, she is the fabulous <laughs> life coach and author, Lindsay Jackson. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. Hi. What's going on, Lindsay? Not that I'm so excited to be here. She's so excited. She's so nervous. <laughs> I don't know why she's nervous because once a month, this heifer has to introduce me at work <laughs> for orientation because I have to do training. And she is like amazing. Thank you. And Wait a minute, you get an introduction. I do, I do. Almost like the price is right. It, it is, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And when I don't get that, I feel kind of shunned. <laughs> and and in her partner, she's lovely, love her to death, she's cute, adorable, but she doesn't introduce me like she Lindsay does. <laughs> <laughs> I get like, you know, the drum roll and the whole nine yards. I'm royalty. That's right. See? <laughs> See? Um, so, Lindsay. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited? Yes. Oh, good. My husband was clowning me before you came because there's cheese and grapes and crackers and yeah, stuff so out. Every other guest <laughs> gets a glass of wine. They get wine. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> You roll up in here. Yes, there's a cheese plate with grapes. She, that stuff, she made me go out this morning to get that stuff. Well, that well, is selfishly you, for me. That, I, that's my thing. I you love can use me to get what you, thank you, you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Well, I so anybody special. listening, any future guests, demand a cheese plate. Now you have to expect the cheese. <laughs> it's right, quite delicious. Right. I'll up my game. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, Lindsay. Yes. Um, you're a mom. I am, damn it. You are. And she's adorable, might I add. Thank you. And, um, but you're also an author and a life coach mm-hmm. and all these cool things. And I can barely keep my shit together and keep the house clean. Me either. Yeah, but you're doing something, right? Yeah, it's out of the house. The house still oh. looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, um... I bought your book the other day, and the book that Lindsay is involved with is uh, Passport to Self-Discovery. It's available on Amazon. Um, I downloaded it to my Kindle. Thank you. Yeah, and so I just plugged Amazon and Kindle and, you know, Passport to Self-Discovery. How many other women were in this in that book? Do you remember? I don't no? even know. Because I'll be honest, I didn't read any other chapters. I read your chapter. Cause... I didn't even read my chapter. Okay. <laughs> right. I wrote it and then I said, okay, Jesus, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Make it great. And then that was it. Turn water into wine. Yeah, exactly. Bam. I heard he did it before. I knew he could do it again. <laughs> well, um, I don't want to ruin it because I want people to, you know, to read it and, you know, enjoy it. Um but Lindsay, for those of you who do not have the pleasure of knowing her, is one of the most infectious people that you could ever meet. Like, she just makes you want to be a better person just being around her. And that's got to suck for you. Because <laughs> seriously, like, you know, when you're a miserable bitch like me, you get your alone time. Mm-hmm. But if you're always, like, upbeat and, like, hey, you are great and you're wonderful and stroking people, it's got to be exhausting. And people want to suck 
the life and energy out of you. So you have to be really good with boundaries mm-hmm. or something. Right. It's or I'm high. really good or at something. my alone time when it's all over and the end of the day when I come home, I don't want to speak to my kid. I don't want to speak to my man. I don't want to speak to anyone at all. It's okay. just complete silence, music. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So Bathe yourself. Make your own dinner. <laughs> have waffles for all I care. Word. Okay. <laughs> so, so, well, how did you, I mean, in your book, you talked about how you were in a really, really negative place mm-hmm. and you just hated everything and everybody and life was doom and gloom and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Are you a firm believer in the law of attraction? And, totally. Yes. And totally. tell me, tell me about that. I mean, well, I've tried to listen to The Secret. You know it's what? long as shit. It, it's long. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Just get to the point. <laughs> like, just tell me what I need to know to get there. Right, okay? right, right. Cut out all that other stuff. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just get me there. So, like, what? how did you come to realize that that is exactly, like, what you believe in? Hmm. I think... I was believing it and not knowing that that is what I was believing. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like who I was as a person, just raised to be kind of an up, upbeat person. But on the flip side, my dad, who I wasn't raised by, suffers from depression. Mm-hmm. So I would spend time with my mother full time. Everything is great. You know, you find the silver lining. Everything mm-hmm. is all good. I was just getting ready to drink, drink my mic. microphone. <laughs> that was not going to get you far. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and then I would go maybe spend time with my dad and it was like the complete polar opposite. It was grumpy, you know, sadness. So I've had a journey with my emotions, you know, whether Mm -hmm. I was giving myself permission to be happy Mm -hmm. because I saw with my father that he wasn't happy. And so if I was happy around him, was I making him feel bad Mm -hmm. for being happy? You know, so I kind of did a dance with learning my emotions for a long time. Mm -hmm. Therapy helped that shit. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But so I didn't know that that's kind of who I was being. And then when I started to go to coaching school. I started to learn more about the secret, these laws of attraction and, and things of that nature. And I just put more time into attracting more of what I want, mm-hmm. being more in control of my emotions. Because if my father suffers from depression and knowing what I know about what's hereditary, mm-hmm. then I am likely <clears throat> to fall down that sad road if I allow myself to do that. So I have of to course. put a lot of protective uh, you know, things in place mm-hmm. to make sure I'm in a good space. And, that, and part of that is involving myself with you know, good people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. That, that is important. I mean, you know, I had some, you know, I had someone tell me one day, they're like, oh, well, you're so miserable all the time. And mm. I'm like, well, not really. Like, when you get it's together, you, like, like no. seriously, <laughs> like, when you, get, <laughs> when you get around your friends, a lot of times you get around your friends and you immediately just want to talk about all the crazy shit that's going on, like all the bad stuff. You want to get it out because mm-hmm. that is your therapy. Your friends are your sounding board. Right. And your friends, for the most part, some of them will, mm-hmm. will call you on your shit. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, hey, I don't think that's right or, you know, whatever. But- you know, to to not have that outlet without paying somebody and going to therapy and whatnot, that is your therapy. Right, your friends. And your friends right. are, 
if you were that friend, no lie. If you're going to go to that friend and be like, oh, everything is so fantastic and great and wonderful, you're going to want to slit their fucking throat. Because they're lying. Exactly. Or even if it is, shut the fuck up and let me it's have not, mine. It's not. They're lying. Okay. <laughs> All right. They're lying. <laughs> lying, bitches. Um, <laughs> um, so, but, but my, you know, it, it it's hard to be upbeat and positive all the time but we as our family and guy can attest to this too is that we have i'm kind of corny in some ways and i came home one day and i had this great idea i was like oh let's do a gratitude jar it's a great idea and we have been doing what for two years now yeah and we've been kind last year we kind of slacked off it was really a long year Mm -hmm. um but what we do is every time we think of something that we're grateful for, we write it on a note and we put it in the jar. And then when at the end of the year, we um, get together and we read it. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, and that's what we usually do on New Year's Day. So um, we read ours on New Year's Day this year and we were, uh, we were like, yeah, we need to do a little better in 2019. But, you know, for anybody that that wants to do it it's something that's fun that you can do as a family and it does kind of bring perspective back to the year yeah so i think that's really awesome to do that as a family do it as individuals because it's also great to teach your kids that yeah you know hey start your day what's one thing you're grateful for you know or before we go to bed one thing Mm -hmm. before you go to bed what are you grateful for just trains their mind to look for those things because Mm -hmm. we're surrounded in this world by so many negative things i mean me i'm a life coach whatever I still fucking complain. I still get in the car and blame my kid for while we're late for school when it was really me who, you know, hit the snooze button one more time and now we're 15 minutes behind, but it just sounds better when I'm saying, you're making us late. You're not listening when it was, I needed more time. So, you know, it's- Wow, you are human. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So being, you know, upbeat, I think what it is, is this internal joy. Like, mm-hmm. I know that everything at the end will be okay, whatever right. it is. Like, I could be upset about maybe funds or my kid not listening or car trouble or whatever, but I know I'm covered. I know that in the end, it will be fine. Right. So if I train myself more and more each time to pull away from the negative, you know, emotions, but I still complain call my friends, vent and complain, you know, Mm -hmm. and do my best to try to create a space for them, you know, for that. But I think in complaining, because like if you could say, oh, you're a miserable bitch, right? I disagree, right? But Mm -hmm. I only see you once in a blue, right? So it's not something that I can experience all the time. It's knowing when to deposit that, knowing are my friends in a place to receive what I have to give right now. If I really need to vent, but they're Mm -hmm. on their high horse, they're going to look down at what I'm saying rather than right. create a space to say, damn, girl, here, pour, pour it up, pour it up, you know, have another glass instead of, oh, God, here comes Melissa with her shit Doom again. and gloom. Right. Yeah. And they're like, you know, closing the blinds, like, you know, people who come in to sell you shit. Off. Exactly. <laughs> shh, shh, turn the music down, you know? So <clears throat> it's knowing also when to deposit that. If yeah. you're caught up in those feelings, knowing where you want to put that, what are your intentions in mm-hmm. putting that out there? Is it because you just want somebody to listen? You want their advice or right. or do you need to really just go in the bathroom and talk to yourself? You know, because sometimes that's what that's it is. You just want to talk, you know? Yeah. And the bathroom's not going to tell on you. No. Bathroom's not going to judge you. I don't know. It might no. come up later. <laughs> but um, but um, but uh, <laughs> you know, but I, I think we're all allowed to get caught up in our emotions. We need permission to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. as parents, because you figure you're a parent, you're supposed to be always on your shit, and it's like, 
no, I'm human. I'm not always going to be on my shit. And I don't think back in the day, moms cared. They didn't. They didn't. And now it's just like this immense pressure to mm-hmm. make sure everything goes according to plan. You know, like I, in my, um, I did a bonus episode with my daughter for, you know, New Year's and we were talking about Christmas and, you know, you have, I have these things in my head, these expectations of how Christmas is supposed to be. And I make everybody in this fucking house crazy crazy because I want it perfect. (laughs) 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 That's the story I want to hear. Let's put a pin in that. You finish what you're saying. (laughs) But I just, you know, like my mother... And my mother's husband, her first husband, they separated when I was 16, but they got married when I was eight. So, like, there was only eight years of a, you know, quote, unquote, standard, like, family, like, mom and dad and kind of thing. Because my grandfather, my grandfather stepped up to the plate, and he was he was my father figure my whole life and still is. Shout out Um, to the grandpa. See? Absolutely. (laughs) And, um, but... For those years that my mom was with my dad, she, you know, always tried to make everything great and everything perfect. And I always wanted to do that too, but I have, I'm lucky enough to have a husband, you know, to be able to do that as a family and show that positive, you know, I don't want to say stereotype of a family. Right, it is. And I want her to remember those things, you know, even if I was kicking her vanity down the stairs because I was so fucking mad at him. <laughs> you know, I like, want you to remember that shit. It, well, she's going to remember it because she, I was like, I had a meltdown. I don't, you probably didn't hear it, but Amazon delivered her big Christmas gift to the house in a box that said exactly on the outside oh, of the box. Oh, that happened to me too. Pissed. <gasps> Motherfucker. Blew my whole everything. Me I'm too. I'm not rapping it now. You already know. Well, and that's that's the thing. Like, she didn't know what it there looked was no like. picture on the side. But it said what it was. And she and can was, read, yes? Yes. There we go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's so, call those words a picture. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad and so hurt because you have this idea mm-hmm. of how it's going to be on Christmas morning and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Melissa, that, that yeah. would just fuck your whole mind up. See? Oh, See? fuck your whole mind up. Exactly. So, but anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I want everything perfect, and I will kill myself to get it to be as perfect as I can. And I don't realize sometimes the the damage that I'm leaving in my quest. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, so sometimes you just have to remember to just say screw it and let it go. Mm-hmm. So you just said you just said don't come to my house on Christmas. Or, you know, don't. Yeah, because like our Christmas tree went up maybe two, three days before Christmas. I put the decorations up around the house the weekend before Christmas. Um, you know, our You mean like elf- the 23rd kind of Yeah, weekend? like in the 20s. Wow, I just okay, got sick attention. to my stomach. Yeah, pay, pay attention. Go ahead. Go yeah, oh, no, I see the facial expression, but you know, I'm clear. <laughs> I'm going to have some more wine. I'm clear. Because it's making me sweat. Mm, that's crazy. Girl, that's crazy. Making me what? sweat. So mm. maybe that weekend before Christmas, right? Because Christmas is on a Monday, right? What? So that weekend right before Christmas, <laughs> the house was ready for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Ask when we put the Christmas decorations Shut away. your face. after Thanksgiving, yeah? No, no. When we put them away. Oh, put them away. Well, I see you still have candy canes. <laughs> so it must be still in the process. Yesterday. <laughs> Well, Today's January. Yeah, but 13th. I took I took it down 
but we didn't get it into the attic. Okay, because, that's different. Because we have like a few boxes, mm-hmm. a few Rubbermaid containers. Mm-hmm. Now, this is coming a from- A few, that's four or more of Christmas decorations? Keep going. Really? Well, I mean, I can understand it because if, if your family tradition was to have this, then over the years you collect things, you save them, and then they would say, that's that ornament no, from 10 no, years ago. No, that's no, that ornament no, no, from... No, stop. Stop no. trying to defend her. I'm, no. not, I'm not helping <laughs> no. you? Okay. No. Well, well, because so that piece boxes. I get... was so funny. My box of, <laughs> let's collect this over the years, because Savannah's you only said box. six and she a half. You said my box. Wait, I'm going to tell you. Right. It's a shoe box. Of just oh, wait a minute, shoebox is not even like a rubber made. Not container. even like a rubber made container of <laughs> things that we've collected over the years. Because there's like literally like one item per year because she made it. And I only kept it because she made it and, and she's, she will remember. And she's seven. And she will be seven, yes. So there are six ornaments. Six that we have. Okay. But you you know what? What is that called? Minimalist? She yeah, but I have the- two Rubbermaid containers of Christmas decorations. And this is my first year of having a fake Christmas tree. That was devastating, but yet refreshing. Why'd you go fake, man? Because I was tired of the pines being everywhere. Our house is really hot and I don't want to fucking water a tree. I already have to feed a kid and <laughs> like I'm not feeding a whole tree. I'm not. Fuck that tree. The tree is going to die. It's either the tree or Savannah, and I've got people watching and looking for Savannah to show up the next day, so it can't be her. It's got to be the tree. It's one or the other. I can't do both. I can't do both, and nobody's looking for the tree. Nobody's looking for the tree. So, and then when it's time to remove the tree, the pines are fucking everywhere, and you're stepping on it in May, and it's... You know, I can't. Yeah, I I can't judge, because if I were to open up this window, you'd see our tree right here. Is it yeah. a real tree? It's a real tree. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so the tree's so waiting your to real be going tree to is dump. just waiting on the porch to be for his time co- to be disposed of. Yes, because our town does not collect, collect them, trees. so we actually have to put them in a vehicle and take them to the transfer station and get rid of them on Are our you own. Serious? Yeah. We yeah. actually have a small Christmas tree growing over here. Save that for next year. One year we <laughs> we, we threw put it. the old tree over here on the side with the rest of our trees mm-hmm. until we could get rid of it. And then a couple of years later, I'm looking and I'm like, that's a new tree. Mm-hmm. That's like a little amazing. sapling. And I'm like, it doesn't look like the other trees nope. around it. That'll be something you can decorate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> you do like your own tree lighting. Bring the whole that's community it. together. Oh yeah. Carols. Right there, on the main cookies. Road. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that main road, I wish I had that information prior to driving. I was like, oh, there it goes. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you drive past. I was like, oh, I think that was her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, does she have a red car? I'm like, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm." So. And then Jenna was asking about the difference between an an SUV SUV and a minivan. minivan. Because I was like, Mm. she has an SUV. Well, is that a minivan? No. So like. You had to go through that four wheel drive. So that means that. (laughs) How long did it take you to get here? It's about an hour and ten. Yeah, it's not bad. In the winter, it's not so nice. Look, Savannah did her homework in the backseat. God bless. I tried to play like jazz music and set the mood because, you know, you just want to like really create a good space for their brain and not play, you know, Uh something else. Yeah. And she's like, can you turn the music off? I can't focus. Who's the one that she wants to play sometimes during dinner? The piano. Is it the piano guy? Um. 
This is a jazz musician. I can't think. Of yeah, Jenna. One day she was like, "Alexa, please play blah blah blah." Oh, I love oh. it. She's gonna talk now. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, she'll want to hear this person play, and so we'll be sitting at a table looking at each other, going, Did "She just request an actual jazz, you know, station." Right. But <clears throat> anyway, um, so tell me about your book. And how you even got there? Like, how yeah. were you? Is this your, this is your first one, or is this? This is done- my very, very, very first one. Yeah. So, uh, I have a girlfriend who has her own publishing company. So that's a uh, Danita Austin Inc. So mm-hmm. Austin Inc. Studios, and she is on a personal mission to create a space for women to share stories, whether it's about love, self. Uh, self-care, self-love, self-compassion, whatever. And so she reached out to me and said, hey, look, we're doing a book, bringing some authors together just so that they can share their own journey Mm -hmm. of um, self-discovery through trips that they might have been on. And I wish I'd been on more trips, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So I thought of one particular trip that I went on. And so my chapter is specifically about my trip to Jamaica with my mother during a really difficult excuse me, time in my life. So when Danita came and asked me about the idea, I was also in a place in my life where it was like, just say yes. Like fear was like, hell no, you're not an author. You barely could spell. Is it I before E, E before I, you know, what is there, right? Mm -hmm. Which there is that. Um, So are you really an author? Can you really write? Um, And those are just those critical voices, criticizing voices that pop up into our mind anytime we want to do something different. Mm -hmm. And perhaps you even experienced that when you were starting your podcast, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Definitely. Right. And those things get in the way. And depending on where we are and who we have around us, we're going to feed those thoughts or Mm -hmm. we're going to do something to starve them so that we can feed other thoughts that empower us. So I tried to go towards the empowering piece. So I just Mm -hmm. said yes, not knowing what I was going to do. And then I just put myself in the space and I wrote my chapter. And once Mm -hmm. I wrote it and sent it, you were like, oh, shit, I can't take it back now. I can't recall this. Like, I can't (laughs) bring this back and just trusting the journey saying, look, this is what you want to do. Just go with it anyway. Whatever is going to happen is what will happen. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I think even writing it and sending it taught me a lot of even about myself and where I am. What am I really afraid Mm of? Right. And I'm afraid of a lot of things that really involve myself. That's crazy. Right. Like because I'm not I, I don't of a see. Or I, I just can't see that. I can't see that. But I, it was also weird for me to read your book because, or read your chapter, because I know you a little bit more personally than the average reader would know you. Right. I mean, I don't know you fully, but I'm just saying, like, I experience you and I've known you for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to, to have you write about that negative person, it's I'm like, like nah, I'm like, what the fuck that? is this? She's lying, right? She, you know, she needs to get lying. some readers in. So Damn she it, lie. exactly. Right? <laughs> um, but your mother, your mother sounds amazing, yeah. and uh, she's she I. You know, <laughs> you know, like I have, <clears throat> I have a mom that is very. Um, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I don't know. You know. You know what? Okay. Someday she's gonna probably I was listen. Say, no. Don't <laughs> don't say it like your mother doesn't support you. You don't want her to listen. This is to true. The this is part of the reason why I don't promote myself on Facebook because I this is my outlet because I'm. I think we were you touched on this a little bit earlier. Is that I have two very different lives. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the life 
and the persona of the person that my family knows. Mm-hmm. And my family's two and a half hours away. You know, I am the strong. I am the go-to person. I am the information. I am the, the one that's going. Lady. Right. Not even to them. <laughs> no. Nope. Like I'm to them. I am. I'm the youngest of the family, but. My grandparents made me the executor to their estate because they didn't feel that their grown-ass children could figure mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. So they made me the executor. I was the only one who got out and went to college. I was the most... responsible ones. Exactly. Quote, unquote, put together. And so whenever I'm home, I have to be this person. I have to be this strong individual who doesn't falter, doesn't waver, doesn't fear nothing. Then I'm home and I'm a fucking mush. Mm-hmm. I'm like... I'm a whiner. I cry. Like oh, you look at on, me crossways. No, wait. Sorry. I can't help it. I can't help what? it. What? You're whining and mushing and all of that because you're spending time being somebody that you are not. I know right? this. I get that. Okay. But okay. it's just it's just a very very definite line. Like you yeah. can see that line when right. I when I cross a certain point when right. I'm traveling home. <laughs> you're right. It's like there's that okay. road. Now it's time to be Exactly. Let's it's, change the radio station, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Throw on that for and then get up there, you know? And 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 not to be rude because I'm not trying to be rude, but I'll also bring it down a notch. Like I if a word that I might use down here as my as me right. is not, not a word that I would use around my family. Right, right. Because my grandmother always used to say, what are those 10 cent words? Don't <laughs> use those 10 cent words. Is that uh, saying that you come uh, from, if you, wow. I come from a very country ten area. 10 cent words. I'm going to take that one with ten me. 10 cent words. And so like, I would say, oh, I can't even think of a 10 cent word that she would say, but my grandmother was, my grandmother did not mince words whatsoever. Ever. She was my best friend. Like, miss her, miss her, miss her. I don't, like, right now, the last couple of months have been like, oh, God, I just want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandmother was the strongest mm-hmm. woman that I've ever met. She was also one of the bigger racists I've ever met in my life. <laughs> she was, she was, um, I shouldn't say, well, I don't want to say she was a racist because she didn't have the sheet. In her closet, but my grandmother was, um, <laughs> she, um, <laughs> she had she, her desires, but no, but seriously, like she had was my, I grew up in a very, very white mm-hmm. area. Um, no cultural diversity whatsoever, none. And the fact that I moved away when I was 18 or 19 years old and the very first person that I brought home was African-American. My family nearly lost their shit. Mm-hmm. And I was told that I wasn't allowed to come to family dinner for Thanksgiving because my mm-hmm. boyfriend at the time was African-American. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, fuck you all. I'm if out. he can't come, I'm not coming. Right. And the people that I thought would support me the most were the ones that were the worst. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he was a really bad decision. He was addicted to crack. He was a big weed smoker. He was didn't have like a job. He didn't have a car. He was just a fucking loser. Yeah, but he served his purpose. He, he basically did. was saying, "Hey, family, fuck your views. <laughs> Guess I'm what's happening? Me, exactly. Even if this motherfucker ain't right for me, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna show you. Exactly. But <laughs> I ended up going into bankruptcy at mm. age 23 because this fool was. I had like five beepers. <laughs> beepers says, "See, beepers. I told you why." But no, they didn't because oh, I awesome. lied. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. See, I lied about how he was mm. because I knew I that to. they would throw it in my face saying, this is exactly why we told you not to date outside your race. Wow. So when I met this okay. one over here, my grandmother. That would be me. That I would be you. This one. This one. Mm-hmm. When I met him. My grandmother really did not like did not like him. She mm-hmm. like didn't want to like him. She's like he's cocky, he's sarcastic, he's I mean, a smart ass. I don't like him. I walked on water. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> she when him. she died, yeah. he walked on water. I no longer existed. Mm-hmm. That was her man, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it also opened up her <laughs> eyes to develop a love for the Allstate guy. <laughs> <laughs> so like grandma was a Why closet. Why can't I think of his name? You know what I'm um, talking about, right? He was the president on 24. Oh, oh yeah, he was also in Waiting to a Tale as Whitney Houston's um, guy. He was also in, <gasps> in Major League. He was the, the the Haitian dude in Major League. I well, all I know is my grandmother um, kept saying, mm, he's, <laughs> he's handsome. I could listen to him talk all day long. Now, this is coming from a woman who, you know, Five years ago, never wanted anything to do with anybody outside her race, you know. So, um, yeah, guy was. Her did check her her internet history. Yeah, you probably should. She's yeah. still on Facebook. <laughs> that shit is funny. But you know, so I come from a very different upbringing. Like right. when I moved down here, it was a very different world for me. Right, right, right. And. Um, so I don't even know where we were going with this. I'm going to tell you. I know where. Okay, where we were going. Cause... We were talking about the image that you have of me. And then oh, when you read the book, you right. felt like, or you read my chapter, that you felt like, hey, this is really not a match. Okay, wait, hold on. Sorry. Dennis Haysbert. That's his name. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't have known him. that if I wouldn't know that. Face exactly. That I, I don't... Not his name. I know his face. Not his name. I hear his voice and I know who he is, but right. whatevs. All state. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's what I remember from Allstate, not even any of the movies he's been in. Anything else but Allstate, right. But, um, but yeah. But it just goes to show that we have images about people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we work really hard to make sure that people see that image, mm-hmm. right? Right. So just as you explained, you just shared a story about that, right? So yeah, because I don't show those times you know Mm -hmm. like i feel like the outside world at that time i felt like the outside world wasn't privy to my pain or my struggle or my hardships now that i'm older and i'm wiser and i'm a little more experienced in life i know that those pains those hardships are opportunities for other people to connect and learn and share and so that's why also Mm -hmm. i wrote it in the chapter because i feel like here's a time Lindsay, to be vulnerable use Mm -hmm. your story to help other people Right. Or to inspire other people. But if I keep that all to myself, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not helping anybody, no. not even myself. Exactly. I know? mean, and there was there was a couple of really funny spots in there that, <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, but I think it's important. You know, you really, you know, for someone, there may be someone out there who is exactly in that same mm-hmm. situation or in that space mm-hmm. that you will have affected by that yeah. chapter. I've never been to Jamaica. It's a beautiful so. place. Um, but I think it's also like, you know, just uh <laughs> That was just a weird ending to no, that. No, no, but what I'm saying Because there's a story in there about how I'm in Jamaica, how in Jamaica and these different places right. in Jamaica and into encounters. And I've never been to Jamaica. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We've been to Barbados and we couldn't afford to yeah, be there. But Jamaica is, is great, but it's not even about Jamaica. It's not about Barbados. Mm-mm. It's not about being anywhere but where you are in your, in your mind. Head. Yeah. 
you know, exactly. and, and being open to the experiences mm-hmm. and seeing the opportunities. And that type of thinking takes work. It does. And Especially it's exhausting. Especially if you're, pre, you're pre-programmed <clears throat> to think a certain way based off of your experiences. Right. You know? Right. And one of the things is I can feel, I say that I'm pre-programmed to think on a sadness end. Mm-hmm. I sometimes have to work hard to find the positive, to find the good. Right. You know? Right. Um, but all of you, it seems that all of your jobs are that requirement. Mm-hmm. That they require you to be like on all mm-hmm. the time. It's Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. It's Lindsay it's time. Crazy. And but it pulls things out of me that I didn't know lived in me. It right. It says I see this in you, and you don't see it in yourself. So come host this a whole event with five hundred people, and I'm like, what? Five hundred people? No, I would never. But you see that in me. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's really my own blinders that I'm wearing because of fear. Right. That I don't see that, but you do. So let me give it a chance. Right. And then I find that it's like. What the fuck was you afraid of? Right. You just killed that shit. Right. You know, exactly. they loved you or, you know, they were inspired or whatever. Yep. So. And I mean, you're one of those few more. people that when you want to call somebody on their stuff, the way you call them on it is not in any way, shape or form disrespectful. Because guess what? Like she has called the president of our organization on some on stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? He still respects you. He still likes you. And you're still employed. He still gives me a Christmas card. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like, she she can call people on their stuff and they they don't back down. Yeah, because it's a skill. It's a... Now, I'm me, not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm me, really please. just trying to raise... I'm not I'm trying not. to hurt your feelings. I'm trying to raise your awareness. Now, back in the day... I needed to learn that. You know, before I, I was in a committed that, relationship. If I could drink at work, we'd be good. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your door would always be closed, not Girl, just every other Monday. It'd be my commitment <laughs> to nonviolence. <laughs> but um, oh, I, I had a thought and I lost it. I'm sorry. That's okay. It happens. It, it also happens with wine. But um, oh, that when I'm checking people on their shit, it really just comes from a place of love. I love all people. Even mean people, because I know that mean people have been hurt in some shape, way, or form, and you right. don't intentionally want to be mean. You really want love, and you don't know how to get it because other people have hurt you and just really fucked up your shit, right? Right. right. But I, I, I used to enjoy checking people on their stuff all the time, especially guys. Like I would yeah. go to a bar or something. Like I said before, committed relationship. I love you, Peter. Right. So before <laughs> all of that. Um, and I would go hang out or something and, you know, some guy would show up and he just thought he was the man and he was full of himself. I couldn't wait to just take just every piece of his ego and just and chop, chop it, it down. down. And you'd walk away with your tail between your legs and I'd say, good night. And that was it. Oh, I love that. God. So I still can do that. I want to be I do her it from in my next life. Before sure. it was like, you ain't shit, and I'm going to show you ain't shit. Now it's like, <laughs> you're an amazing person, but you're being really shitty right now. And I want to show you that this shittiness is getting you nowhere really fast. Really fast. Wow. See, but here's my question. Yes. What if it took this dude, like, all month just to get up the courage and the self-esteem to come Not my out? problem. <laughs> Not my problem. You have to take every opportunity as a lesson. <laughs> And so he will go home with a lesson and say, wow, I worked really hard and I got shot down. That means I can do it. I I can try again. No, that's okay. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah, I I didn't care whatever he did to do it. It was you had the nerve to do it. You thought you could do it. And I'm going to shut you down. So I do that still 
foot in a much more tasteful, loving And this is why I want to be like way. you when I grow up. Yeah, I know. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Like, I, I, I envy anybody that can speak the complete and total honesty to somebody else. Like, I, I'll hold it in. And then that's my part. I hold it in. And then I get you resentful and then I blow, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just stupid. It's a vicious cycle. It's wild because I do that in other places, but in my home, I'll keep it contained. I have thoughts of fear and then I build resentment and then I'll have to like lash out or I choose to lash out because I chose not to, mm-hmm. you know, express myself. So it's interesting how we choose to be a certain way based off of who we're dealing with. Right. You know, because there right. are certain thoughts that we have about and beliefs that we have about each person that we encounter. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I feel like you go to church every Sunday and, you know, you praise the Lord, da, 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 I'm not going to make any reference to drinking wine or doing any of those things that I do in my life because I feel like I'll make you uncomfortable or it will be unacceptable to you. When it can be, I don't give a fuck. I'm living my life. You go to church. Yeah. I'll drink wine while you're at church. Exactly. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'll I'll do one for you. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of what's going on at church. Exactly. Your glass is just smaller. It's really like a Jello shot, right? So, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. It's a Jello shot with a cracker. Me, I'll just do the whole glass. We've got we've got glasses and crackers. So we're we're at church. Exactly. Preach. Right. Preach on So it really is about just that image and being clear of I could be all things with everyone. Now, you know, you're talking about, you know, peers and people who come to you and pay you to be their life coach. How do you feel, do you think that you're going to be able to instill all these values into your child? Oh, God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. This is real mom say the F word, so we had to bring it back to kids for a minute. So let me say an F word. Fuck. (laughs) Um, you know, it's wild <laughs> because I believe that I am instilling those value values every day into Savannah. The fucked up shit is, it's as in she turns around when I'm not living by that value and, and say, look, at, you, you taught me this, but you're not being that, you know? So she checks me. So she calls you on your shit. All the time. And I'm like, this is why you're here. This is why you're here. Who the fuck sent you? (laughs) Who told you to come here and do this? Who told you? I want to find that person, Mm. beat their ass, Mm -hmm. and then... Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't trade it for the world, though. No, of course, because I love every moment of it. Yeah. Um, So even if I could share a quick story... Of course. Um... So as a parent, you know, you have your kid and your kid cries at nighttime and you're so tired, you could choose to put them back in their bed and cry and you get up every single time and you go there and you rub their back and all that crazy shit. Or you just put them in the bed with you and you let them sleep. Nope. So I did that. Okay. Nope. So now at six and a half, she wakes up in the middle of the night every night and comes into our bed. So now I'm like, it's 2019. I'm going to do something different. You're not getting up in the middle of the night and you're going to go to bed in your bed all night long. No, no, that's stupid. You're cute. Right. Isn't that cute? You're you're a life coach. You're You're so stupid. Right. Because I know better. So first night, you know, we tried to wean her off. You've put up a good fight. 
then the second night, because she's also like a born actress, I believe. You know, she's mm. this huge Amen. drama. We got drama one of those. Queen. So they should be getting along famously in the. Oh, right great, now. Mm. great! They're putting on their own show. Mm-hmm. So Savannah then says, "I said, you know, everybody says go to bed. That's the call in every household yeah. at about eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock, right? Yeah. So I'm yelling, go to bed from the bottom of the stairs while I'm drinking my wine. I said, go to bed. <laughs> I can't even fucking drink it, please. <laughs> So I'm yelling, go God to bed, damn it. <laughs> spilling wine all over the couch because my hand is shaking. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and she yells down, I need you. And I said, oh, you don't need me. You want me. Yeah. No, it's a need. I need you, mommy. I need someone to cuddle with. And I said, wow, she's right, though. If every night from when she was a baby, she has learned to go to yep, sleep with cuddling, it mm-hmm. is a need. Her brain literally <clears throat> needs that. And I'm yelling as the drunk person in the house, <laughs> go to bed! <laughs> Who cares what you need? You don't know what I need. Nobody I need knows what, about what I need. I need this fucking glass. Shit, all of it. And so <laughs> she checked. <Yeah. laughs> She checks me because she's right. That's what she needs. Right. You know? Um, Or she doesn't like wearing jeans. The other day, it's 20 degrees outside. And like, you can't wear leggings today. It's cold. Wear jeans and the leggings. No, no, no. I'm not going to wear jeans. You're not wearing these jeans. You don't know that they're uncomfortable for me. (laughs) She's right. Yeah. I'm what not do you say with, to that? Take the jeans off, baby. You know, we'll put something else on. Exactly. she's right. So you're I'm not freeze. wearing them. Yeah. So those values, I am mm-hmm. instilling, instilling them in her. And I'm learning that I'm not just living by these values, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So she's constantly reminding me, remember what you're you're practicing. So Yeah. Or what you're preaching <clears throat> so that you can actually practice it, mom. Because, yeah. yeah. I struggle with the fact that Jenna picks up all of my bad traits. All of the bad stuff that I, all of the. She picks up the, the good the, too. Your mind is programmed to pick out the bad. I don't know. Like she's got all of him. Like she, you know, she's, she's smart, which I am so, so happy because like. She, Are you it's, saying you're not? Smart? I'm not. I'm saying that my intelligence has been earned and like. I've had to try like super, 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 super hard and try. Like, I struggled through okay. school. Me too. Him, everything comes very, very easy. Same with her. She's able to. Who's creeping? Speaking like, oh. of, of, <laughs> of like, creeping. Every parent knows that sound. Exactly. Like, what can I help you with, ma'am? My iPod. Um, right Lindsay right tried to steal it. I did. It was on a, the ledge. It was a great case. Peace okay. out, homie. <clears throat> so, but. You know, like everything comes very easy to him, and it's coming very easy to her. And I'm very happy, you know, very thankful for that because I don't want her to struggle with those things in in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I find that she picks out a lot of the stuff that I hate about myself mm. and my personality. And I'm like, oh, why is that? Like, why? Like, now she's having some trouble with her heart because of the medication that she was put on for some acid reflux and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. And so being that she is a very, very advanced nine-year-old, she's like nine going on 27, mm-hmm. and she goes to the nurse. We tell her, she takes everything very literally. She says, okay, go, the doctor tells her, whenever your heart starts to race, go to the nurse. The nurse can log your heart rate, 
right. all that stuff. And we can make a, you know, a log of what's going on right. and what you were doing when it started to race and right, all that so stuff. Right, so we can, right. So she takes that to the extreme. So, like, I'm on a first-name basis with the nurse at the school. Hey, it's Ellen. Hey, Ellen. Yeah, exactly. What's up? What's How's up? The exactly. <laughs> exactly. I actually had to send her a Christmas gift this year. I was like, yo, thanks. Thanks for taking care of my kid. But she goes, and so when we were on the phone, um, she says, well, I think what I'm going to do is encourage Jenna to, to keep a little log for herself. Okay. And that will empower her to do her own. Uh-huh. And we were like, that's gold. Forget the fuck out of my arm. Right. I'm tired of seeing Exactly. Take your ass back to class. Exactly. There's people throwing up in the bathroom. Um, So she was like empowering her. And I went into her room a little while ago. She's got a log on her desk of all the times that her heart starts to race. And the other night she asked Guy if she could get it. What was it? It's an ox. Pulse ox monitor. A pulse ox monitor. So they can measure her oxygen level. And, I was like, <laughs> and this is the OCD wait, wait, part wait, of wait. me that like that. In, it also and you think that heartbeat. that's a bad thing. I do. I and do. I'm thinking, wow, what an amazing young, wow. What an amazing young lady who wants to be in tuned with her own body and be able to track what her body is experiencing so she doesn't put herself in a bad place. That's my mindset, right? Mm-hmm. You who have your own judgments about OCD that you think that this is OCD-ish or like behavior mm-hmm. when it's she's being empowered to be aware of her body and that's a beautiful thing because when the shit is all fucked up. And this is why you're a life coach and why I'm not and why I need your services. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a conflict it's of interest. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's so interesting that again, the lens in which you're viewing, I thought right. I, I'm listening to the story like amazed, like that's great. I can't even get Savannah to tell me if she remembered what the fuck she ate for lunch. You've got a kid who's keeping a log of her heart rate. (laughs) All right, all right. Make me feel bad for her. No, I want you to know that that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Now, on the other side, (laughs) if she becomes obsessed with it. Well, see, this is my, my thing. I don't want it to become an obsession. I don't want her to fixate on it or get anxiety about it. So those laws of attraction, then you got to let it go. Because if you focus on the fact that you don't want her to, then she will. Because the universe will hear it as, look at all this energy Melissa's putting onto wanting this or not wanting this. Because the universe universe doesn't hear it, don't. The universe is so exhausting. It It really is. It's a powerful thing. It really is. To the point where it's like last night, I went to the city at 52nd Street. Why would I do that, right? And I said, oh. I'm going to get parking right in front. And I got parking right in front. Like, it's those laws of attraction. Believe me that you, you well, can get that like, shit. Like, last year at the beginning of the year, I'm like, we will sell our house by the end of the year. And you did. And we sold our house by December 21st. Look like, at that. Like, the 11th fucking hour. Look at that. But but it happened. It happened. And we had to jump through all sorts of crazy hoops. Who cares? And- Who cares? Because right. it happened. It happened. That was required for you to do it at the time in which you put out to the universe. You had to. If you didn't jump through the hoops, then you wouldn't have sold the house before the end of the year. It would have happened at a slow pace because you would have been putting in slow energy. Yeah. So yeah. you you did what was required. And like he's got like some really big goals. You're like, didn't you <laughs> say that you shirts. wanted to like um <laughs> by five years? Didn't you want to have like a certain number? Of money you saved or something. A certain number of monies. Shut up. Listen, and this she is, works in finance. I do work in finance, but this is—I also don't drink in finance. And this is glass number We're three. We're working on that. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much. 
<laughs> they put me in charge of the Christmas party this year so that I – actually, every year because nobody else wants to fucking do it. But um, they put me in charge and I was like, well, wherever we go, we need to be able to drink. So, so I made sure that we had a place off campus where we could have some beverages and we sure did. We had Coquito. We had wine. We had – That's awesome. See? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> make but, it happen. But – my husband has set some goals for us that sound nice. kind of crazy sometimes, but then I don't think they're that crazy. I think we can really do it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share those or do you want to keep it to yourself? Put it out there for the universe. The universe is waiting. Wow. Go ahead. Wow. I was going to say. No like, pressure. Yeah. Now I'm like on the spot. Facts. Go ahead. Right. So, no. I said I was going to have $5 million in five years. Nice. Not sure how I'm going to do it. Doesn't matter. I'm putting it out there. I'm starting to hook. You guys do vision boards? No. And I've actually, I've heard of vision boards. Time out. Time out. We're not, we're not skipping past that. See, this is the husband-wife thing. I missed it. Yeah. I missed it. Damn it. Shit. He said he was going to make $5 million in five five years. years. And I was like, I'm starting to hook. (laughs) Yeah, I totally totally didn't hear that. But that will get you that real quick. I'll get $1.75 to add to the fund. I'm gonna you got to add other things to get your Get a GoFundMe account. You get this, and I'll help you budget your books. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me. They don't want me. I may be in finance, but mm-mm. It's possible. <clears throat> it's possible. But yes, the $5 million goal, it sounds so unattainable, but, yeah, but, those but you put boards. it out there, man. Yeah, I've never put together a vision board. Um... But I've always wondered how to go ahead. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. And where do you keep it? I keep it in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Keep it posted up where I can see it. But my vision board, I'm due for a new one. It was a baby, maybe about a year and a half old. And there's like one or two things on there. One of them being exercise. Still hasn't, I haven't accomplished that one yet. But I need a new one. But they say that with vision boards, when you create them, you're constantly looking at them, and a part of looking at that triggers a thought, and the thought is sent out to the universe. So, so the it's bank. a vicious cycle of going back and forth. So even if you had on your vision board $5 million and the different things that you love to do that would help you go towards the $5 million, even <clears> things <throat> that you're not currently doing, mm-hmm. putting it out there, constantly looking at it, talking about right. it, you can get it. I have a cousin. She wanted to change her job. And I said, what you need to do is grab a book, write in this book. What you want your new job to be. What does your office look like? How much do you get paid? Who's your boss? What do you wear to work? Where do you park? What does your office smell like? When you look out of the window of your office, what do you see? All of those details. And my girl got a, a new job. Awesome. Right? That's awesome. So it's possible. It may not happen in that like immediate time that we're kind of trained to, mm-hmm. to receive now. Um, but it happens. I do. I mean, I do to some degree. I believe that. When you're more positive, positive things come to you. I do believe Definitely. that. Um, it's just getting to into that, into that, and just making sure that everybody that you that you surround yourself has kind of that same mindset. You yeah. know, um, I think a vision board board would be really kind of cool for us to put together, and not and we could put that in place where Viola Davis and James Lipton are. I don't know about all that. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> first thing I look at when I wake up in the morning is you Viola Davis. You have a picture Davis. of a Viola Davis in your Yo, bedroom? I have. It's this big. Okay. I'm going to go get it. You tell the story. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious. So, um. Do you know Viola? My husband is the, well, was and kind of is still, because it's still whatever, mm-hmm. um, the assistant editor on Inside the Actor Studio oh, that was nice. on the Bravo Network. Cool. Um, and so he worked very closely with James Lipton on a regular basis. Nice. To, you know, for the TV shows. And there was one episode that I made, every, like, I was like, I'm going, because I love Viola Davis. She's awesome. And a friend of mine was supposed to go with me, and she bailed at the 11th hour. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Because you know what? You fucking bailed. So this is what faces me every morning when I wake up. This is on my dresser. It's a nice picture of Viola. It is. A beautiful picture. And it's autographed. Right. Yeah. So. um, (laughs) Thank you, Vanna. Thank you, Vanna. (laughs) Yes. So. That's awesome. So when. um, You could build your vision board around it. So that in a sense that it becomes a part of your vision board, right? So $5 million, perhaps connections from these things or whatever, it can branch out yeah, from that. Yeah, It's a way to make it work. It, yeah, I can. You can't put that away somewhere. No, no, no. It's it's definitely, it's in my office. I mean, it's in my bedroom, but it's, I have one of those long dressers with the long mirror. I don't need the mirror to see myself. I've got Viola Davis. So when I look at <laughs> right. the mirror in the morning, I'm like, yo, I'll make sure I look at her and not the old white guy. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> Um, so it's me and you, Viola. Exactly. You got to kill this day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I wasn't able to make the show because she backed out. Mm. And it was in a different part of Manhattan, and I just didn't feel like going by myself. And so it you just became a thing. Along. And um, so I became very resentful. And uh, But when he when he brought that home to me, I was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you could definitely build a vision board around that, you know, yeah. keeping that there and making it almost like you're framing the picture with your vision. Yeah. Right? And the things that you we want. And then the vision becomes that Viola Davis makes an extra $5 million in five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no. So we want to cut your face out, put it on top of Viola's face, right? <laughs> yeah. Except I don't snot when I cry. Like she's. Oh, I, she's. Oh, she's. I mean, mm, you just want to go through the screen and just say, "Let me get that for you." Seriously, baby. how do you cry and like let that snot roll down your lip? Mm, oh, acting. Yeah, but still, ill. Even in acting, like. I still would be like, I'd have to say, cut, this shit got on my lip. Exactly. (laughs) I got snot running into my mouth. Can we do it digitally? Can we we do the snot in digitally? Pseudo snot. Mm -mm -mm. So, one thing that I think, oh my God, (laughs) tastes like ham. Boogers taste like ham. Oh, my daughter. So, just to go back a few steps. Um, So, the whole time that I was pregnant, oh my god! You ate ham? No, the whole time I was pregnant, oh, I wanted a boy. Oh my god! I wanted a boy too. Oh my god! I wrote every day, boy, 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 boy. It's gonna be a boy. Mm-hmm. And when it came time for the ultrasound technician to say, "Hey, do you want to know what it is?" I was like, "Oh hell no!" And I knew I didn't want to know because I would be disappointed. Okay. So him, he hates surprises, hates them, and wanted to know. So I left the room after the ultrasound to go to the bathroom, and he stayed and found out. Now, he found out what the baby was, so he knew 
the entire pregnancy. So the whole time I'm like, boy, 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 boy. And we picked out boy, girl names. He's in his head going, I can't wait till she's born because I'm going to tell her that her mom wanted a boy. Yeah. So when she came out, the first thing I said to you was, oh, my God, I hope I don't fuck you up. (laughs) Because I knew. That's why you wanted a boy. I did. Because I knew I would be so much harder on a girl than I would be on a boy. You know why, right? Yeah, because I was awful. Because you're judging, right, who yeah. you are. Yeah. And, yeah, because on how I was and how I behaved for a certain number of years, right, right. I'm like, good God in heaven, how am I still alive? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like some mm-hmm. of the stuff I did, I'm like, how do I not have some kind of STD? Right. Yeah, All I'm putting that stuff. out there. Right. Some, yeah. Or how do I not have, like, how have I not died? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's so... I didn't want that. I didn't you were waiting want for that. your payback. I did. Because you thought that you were such a bad girl that I, God or the universe would have to pay you back with some scorpion child. And see, scorpion, oh my God. See, he wanted he wanted um, a November baby. And when is Jenna's birthday? Well, we got pregnant the first time. Wait, you intentionally got pregnant so you could have a November he baby? He wanted a November baby, and I got pregnant. God bless you. Well, you're so, but, like, strategic. But no. Me, it was like, tonight was great. <laughs> Let me show you why. Exactly. And but then, see? Well, but I, well, we're not done with the story. <laughs> he had a miscarriage on that baby. So, uh, I mean, yes, it was sad, but... You know, it everything happens Jenna for a reason. Right. Um, and that was, you know, that baby would have been a, Jan- a November baby. Mm. Jenna came in <laughs> June because he went to a concert. No, no, I, no I mean, I got pregnant in June, oh, at the end oh, yeah. of June. Oh. Yeah, he went to a concert of one of his, like, all-time favorite female singers. And he came home, and he was... He was drunk. (laughs) And then he was like, hey, you're pregnant. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Get off me. Goodbye. And then, don't you know, son of a bitch. I was like, you got to be goddamn kidding me. So. Boom. Yeah. In your face. Exactly. Not. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh In your face. Not really. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But so I ended up getting pregnant and she was born in March. Awesome. And um, I remember that 4th of July was so funny. Really quick, I'll tell this funny story. My best friend lives in Florida Mm -hmm. and I miss her dearly. Oh my God, I hate her husband for taking her away from me because it was all about me. Right. She took him away. I mean, he took her away. Sorry. And um, she would just, she was just one of those people that's just, always on like she cared so much for everybody that she was just taking care of everyone and the day that we had a fourth of july party my wine glass was never empty like she always made she sure it was empty the best the hostess yeah. with the most so i'm like day. i'm at the grill and my wine glass never got empty like i don't know what the hell so by like you know three o'clock in the 2 afternoon p.m. right <laughs> i was toast right i was I mean, making burgers, but I was fried. <laughs> and I was like eating everything in our, in the world. And then a week later, I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, my baby is pickled. My baby's wow. pickled. So that, 
Wow. <laughs> so, but Allison always made sure everything was filled up. Right. I was love of. to hear how, you know, women find out that they're pregnant. I found out from a car accident. Really? Yeah, I was in a car accident car totaled. Mm. Airbag deployed everything. And, and they I was were having like, yeah. cramps. And I'm like, oh, my period is coming. And I'm just like ODing off of a leave and all of that. And nothing, nothing, nothing came. And then I was like, I got to go to the doctor. Maybe it's from the accident. Mm. But it was a different accident. Exactly. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you pregnant. That's not the accident I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. That didn't involve. So, that how didn't I found out. Oh, well, yeah. I was so reluctant because after I had had the miscarriage, miscarriage. I was like, eh, I'm not going to take it. And we had this one friend who, um, she was like my, our teenage, we call, we joked around and called her our teenage college student because she would come and visit us on the weekends and she'd bring her laundry and, I, right. you know, whatever. <laughs> college, right. And she had a boa constrictor oh, that nice. she kept in our basement. I hated it. And so she would go, she would come up on the weekends and we would take her to the pet store and she would buy her rats and bring them home and she would suffocate. Exactly. So it's like a hot ass July day and we go to the Petco and we go to buy her rats. I remember exactly what she was wearing. Like she was wearing these like ripped up pants and she's walking through CVS with a rat. Because she didn't want to leave it in the car because it was too hot and it had to be alive for the snake You don't want to eat. kill the food. You don't want to, exactly. like, you know. <laughs> so I go buy a pregnancy test and she's like, don't take the pregnancy test today. Wait until the morning when it's your urine's more strong or whatever. I'm like, listen, I feel like <laughs> I am pregnant. That. I feel like I'm it's like just, you're pregnant or you're not. Something like, is 4 PM something. Or yeah. 10 PM. She's like, just wait until tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I took it that night and I was like, because I just knew. And I took it that night and I was like, bam. And she was like, oh my God. So that night, you know, we found out. But I remember we were walking through CVS that and she had a rat. You found out. Oh, shut up. I knew. You, you knew. knew. From the I moment knew. it happened. Bang. You knew at the show before it happened. <laughs> I'm going to go home tonight. Yeah, exactly. And make a baby. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it was after the show when I got to get my picture taken with her. That's when I knew. It's time to celebrate. Yep. And Let's we actually celebration home. In our um we have a shadow box over there. And it's a, the tickets from the concert that he went to and the pea sticks. And yeah. It's How adorable is that? <laughs> so Lindsay's getting up to look at his box. Oh sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well he was Dr. No because all of the time that I was pregnant, he was the person to tell me I couldn't have, I couldn't have this, I couldn't eat that. You know, he ha- kept me in check. Yeah. But it, like he was always on the whole BPA free thing mm-hmm. before it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> and now he throws it in my face. He's like, look at everybody else fell in the line. But this was before everybody was really BPA free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he wouldn't let me have like soft cheeses. And like he limited me on a lot of stuff when I was pregnant. Right. And, you know, he, he just took care of me in his own weird kind of way of telling me no. So we called him Dr. No. All the stuff the doctor said to do, that's what I did. I hate him. It's been Disclaimer. a long, it's been a long, what, 20, how many years have we been together? 23, 24. Wow. You know, there are some you. countries where 
the maximum prison sentence anyone can get is 20, 20. years. So you've served so your you time. Does that mean like you're going on it? parole? <laughs> right. <laughs> Weird. Last night was our anniversary. Oh, so. happy anniversary. If I could but, sing, I would sing you a song, but I can't. So I'll just say it. But it was our what? Our, <laughs> it was our 12 year anniversary, even though we've been together for 23 years. Yeah, 23. That's beautiful. So um, we got married in Vegas, and I actually was I wore my wedding dress last night to dinner, didn't I? <laughs> we got married in the famous Chapel of the Bells, and I was wearing a, a corduroy jacket, and I put it on last night when we went out to dinner. Remember this? Exactly. Um, but yeah, we, we were telling the story last night to his mom because we um, we got married in Vegas. It wasn't something that was planned. We were just out there. and um, Again, going with that flow, which is mentioned yeah. in that chapter, is to flow. Yeah, exactly. And he said to me, like, we were, we were in the Venetian Hotel, one of the most romantic hotels in Vegas, mm-hmm. and we were complaining about stuff. And then we were coming down an elevate escalator. He's like, so, how do you feel about open marriages? And I was like, I don't know. I guess you'd have to marry me to find out. And he goes, nah, we're here. You want to do it? I was like, yeah, I guess. That was my proposal. And then I was like, holy shit. But I was like 11 years deep. We had just bought a house. I'm like, I thought that was my commitment. And I'm 11 years in and I'm like, He's a scared dog. If I make any sudden movements, he's going to run because he didn't want to get married. And I had accepted that because I'm like, whatever. So when he said, I was like, oh, God, this is a sick joke. So I'm like, I'm coming down the escalator and I'm like this. Eyes forward. Don't make any sudden movements because he's going to change his mind. And he didn't. And we ended up like going to the DMV of marriage licenses and filling out the the application. In Vegas, they don't do weddings 24 7 anymore there's like only a certain like, time slot yeah the nerve of them yeah no they well, don't do it 24 yeah, they, hours they getting rid of the drunken marriages <laughs> right <laughs> what's wrong with that what's the it's point only, it's only closed for like three maybe four hours oh tops. oh so we can so, sleep right <laughs> yeah pretty much i think it's also so, so that people so. like think about what they're doing like really do you really want to do this well, while you wait for us to open think about just think about your life yeah exactly but yeah like she said it was it was like filling out a license at dmv you get the little golf pencils and, mm, and you fill in your little information but look at that though right because when we when we're growing up we have images on what it's going to look like or how it's going to be right. when someone proposes and, and it's wild because Men and women have different images about what that would be like. Exactly. Right? Yep. Some women may imagine that, yes, he'll, you know, go out his way and do X, Y, and Z, and he'll kneel down in front of my whole family at a stadium and blah, 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 blah. And a guy might just say, I'll get married. That's just like, you know, the biggest thought. Um, Or they plan it out. But you think it one way. And then as you go through life, it's just like, if you could just feel it, because thinking and feeling is just so different. Yeah. Thinking, I think, can destroy you when you can feel it. Yeah, It can definitely. really build you, yeah. you know? Um, so that's dope that you guys felt it and just went through it. I was, yeah. And then <laughs> and then we went, went to find his brother, and we found his my sister-in-law. His, his Wait, sister- they were at Vegas, too? Yeah, we yeah. were all there together. Okay, cool. And um, <laughs> So you guys, like, broke away from the group and then came back married. Yeah, well, no, well, no. Uh, no. <laughs> we, we, we went told to them. go tell 
my brother. So they could we be a part of the ceremony. Right? And mm-hmm. we, you know, we, so we couldn't find my brother, but we found his wife. We tell her and she was like, mm, okay. okay. So we were like, all right, bet. Peace. We, Deuces. Yeah, we started to leave, right? So we're on our way out. And my phone rings and it's my brother. He's like, what's going on? What are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? What are we doing? Katisha said you were getting married or you got married. What happened? And I was like, no, we're, we're getting ready to go now. He's like, no, you can't leave. Yeah. And I was like, well, we told Katisha she didn't seem interested. He was like, why would you tell her? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. so then we, had to, then we had to wait for him. Or I should say for them. Right. Right. They both came. And then, um, yeah. That's so, and the rest yeah. is history. And here we are today. But it's 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 such a funny experience. Like, it's not, I, I don't know. imagine what it's going to be like. It's for fun. Me, I'm not married. Peter and I have been together, Savannah, six and a half, eight years. And I've known him since we were sophomore juniors in college. Right. See? It's, and it's, it's a, part a similar of me that says, situation. Hey, if it doesn't happen... I'm all right with that. And if it does happen, that's nice too. Right. You know, and it also shows just how times change. Because way back when, you had to get married. Right. You had to get married. Right. You had to take care of the kids. You had to have a picket fence. You had to have a dog. You know, you had to have these certain things in place. Right. And when I have conversations with other people and we really dig deep about that, all of that comes from images that we have for other people and what we want people to think about us. Yeah. Being married says you got your shit together. You have a kid. You're married. You have a house. You have a picket fence. Your shit is in line. You are yeah. living your best yep. life. You're amazing. You have knowing I no idea what's in the house. That fence is dirty as fuck. Right. Like you know, exactly. it's just like all types of stuff. But Don't we will yep. make these choices that are instilled from people right. who gave a fuck about what other people thought. Right. And and my thing was. I never got married. I mean, I never, when we got married, like we had no intentions of having children. Mm -hmm. Like it was never, it was never intended for us to get married. You were just living. Right. And then, but then when I was like, oh my God, holy crap. You got to have a baby. I got married and had baby in the right order, which was something that was never done. I'm not that bad person. Well, not even that, but my family never did it that way. You know what I mean? Like my grandparents, my mo- my grandmother was pregnant before she Which got pregnant with my Which matches into that I mean, whole my, thing that yeah. Melissa's got her shit together because look, Melissa's educated. She got married and then had a baby. I mean. And Guy is awesome. Yeah, right. Guy is awesome. And he's black. What? <gasps> yeah. Shit. Exactly. So like, so like, I'm the unicorn, you know? Like I'm the unicorn. And it's so fucking magical. And that's it. She farts glitter. I do. Yes. That's do. great. They did on Trolls as well. That exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a hit. It's just, it's sad that we have to live by our images and then what we expect, you know? They're like, not our images, though. <clears throat> Whose images are they then? Our parents. Our parents' parents. So my great-grandfather was born in the, ni- my grandfather was born in 1912. I could be living an image of someone who was raised in the 1900s because that person is passing it on to their kid that they had in the 1950s who's passing it on to the kid that they had in the 80s. And here I am, you know, passing it on to the kid who was born in the 2000s. Yeah. And it's like, it's just not a match. No. It's not a match. And so it's like, oh, well, don't come up in here if you're not married. Yeah. Why do I have to be married? First of all, you're not in my fucking house. 
Yeah. You know, the people who want you to live your life a certain way are only with you for the holiday, for a moment. It's only so that they can tell their friends at work that they have a family member who is living X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's not really about your own yeah. happiness. No, it's about what would not. make me happy about you living your life a certain way. Exactly. So I think we're living other people's yeah. images. Shit. I'm living a part. Part of my life is living my man's image of me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, he's Liberian. They're from Africa. He is one of nine. Mm-hmm. I'm an only child. Hey, high five. I'm only child. Okay. So one I'm and done, an sister. only child. That's it. Sorry, Vanna. So I, <laughs> she will be one too. Um, Genevieve is the one and only. And we're, hey. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> Beat it, sister. So, um, you know, I'm this one child, but it's interesting because of his own tradition and his own family. I didn't realize that you were an only child. Yeah, wow. Only child. And love it. Um, it's so different. It is. So me being an only child, I could buy a snack on a Monday and think that that snack will be there on Sunday. When I'm ready to eat it. But if you're with someone who is a fi- one of nine, you're going to eat that snack as soon as you can. Exactly. Because by Sunday, it's not going to be there. So on Sunday, I'm looking for my snack. And it's not there. Right. It's like, where the fuck are my cookies? Exactly. Well, God I didn't know you it. wanted them. I bought yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I bought them, but you did not eat them. So you didn't really send that message that you wanted them. And you did not say, I am saving these cookies. Hmm. So it's fair game. So what are you defending here, guy? I'm just saying. <laughs> did you eat the fucking cookies? <laughs> did you say that you were saving the cookies? I didn't. Okay, and that's then. my fault. I've yes. learned that. Yep. Because growing up, I didn't have to say it because it was only going to be me who was going to eat it. Yeah. Hey. Right? So That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> facts. Right? You're right. See, and I had no... I. I completely forgot that you and I were both only children. Do you like, do you feel like the ultimate pressure? Yeah. Like of being an only child and being like what, like your mother needed or wanted or Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. needs to be? Yeah. And do you plan, do you want to have more children or? Nick say on the id k oh yeah that's um, right because the id k came into the, <laughs> the room right is ear hey yeah right. exactly so. go to your room jenna it takes savannah, <laughs> savannah with, you. with you earmuffs uh, earmuffs yeah please savannah said to me one time you know what if you don't have a baby in the house when i'm 18 i'm just gonna live in the college dorms mm. what i said Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah, she'll be getting you a twin sheet <laughs> long and going <laughs> right long. into a dorm because I'm not having a kid when you're 18. You're out of here. Yeah, yeah. So my mother in law said that last night. She goes, Well, Jenna's going to be 10 soon. She's going to be out of nursery. Or out there of they go imposing their like, image so on us. You should have my another one. I'm like, mom. I'm old as fuck. I don't need to have any more kids. I'm a big I push against people who impose their image on me. My partner's mother has a playpen still. And she says, well, I was going to get rid of the playpen, but I thought I should give it to you. Why? Why? Well, maybe you could have it. For Why? She wouldn't say for when you have another kid. And she, her husband then said, for when you and Peter have another baby. I said, oh, if that's the case, throw that shit out. We're not, My, well, I, I don't know. need that playpen. And how about we throw it out with the see, assumption you're still that I'm not young, having though. another one? You still yeah, young, though. See, there we go with those assumptions, right? I'm sorry. Well, I'm not trying to put that on you, but I I'm I know I look 22. You ain't 46, not. bitch. You ain't 46. That's I true. ain't having no babies at 46. 80s, so. so, 
still, it could be 80, which is damn near 40, which is too old to be having healthy and I, babies. And I'm 46. Ain't no healthy babies coming out of this vagina. Because that right. is well, then you should go vagina. live your best life, okay? Because <laughs> exactly. you're not having a baby. <laughs> exactly. Me, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, I say no. I say no yeah. very firmly. As if it's, you know, the yeah. final answer. But who knows? But my people, thing is... I'm thinking of a dog. The, he's perfect. He says it... This, the, go ahead, say it. No, I tell people we got it right the first time. So what? I like that answer. Exactly. So I have to make We up. stopped at perfection. That's why people have more babies. Because they fucked up on the first one. And they're like, uh, let me, let try me again. make it up to the universe. Exactly. And try again. Yeah, you know what? I got a good one. I'm one and done. You know? See? I like that answer, guy. See, Thank you. I grew up, you know, like we... Everything was always tight. Everything was always, money was always tight. Things were always, you could never do a lot of things. And my thing still, is. Hold on, they are still out are there's, here. Oopsie. Oops. Well, wow. well, there we Good go. Party foul. Well, we can just leave it. Soggy bread. Oh my God. So Party this is foul. a first for Real Mom Say the F Word. Yep, Melissa. Wine has been spilled. <laughs> on the cheese. And because it's the first time with the cheese. It's That's actually why. cheese sticks. It's all good. <laughs> we can leave it where it is. Because it's spilled right. on the cutting board. It's all good. It's safe. But, yes. So I always said that we would have one child because you can provide more to one child and the experiences that you couldn't do as a child mm -hmm. for you one. You can give to one. More than and then instead of multiples. And maybe that's selfish on my part, but I always felt that way that we could do more for a child, one instead of multiple. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, uh, take one. Wait, wait, no, we just oh, spilled wine on them. Here, you no. can have this one. You can have the top part. Here. Take it. It's the better part. Bye. Okay. Go in your room. We're almost done. <laughs> and again, this no, is... No, we're not. Stay there. <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Night-night. It's time to go night-night. In fact, take the other end of this breadstick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the end that's not saturated in, ca in Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> but anyway, I do have one one final question before we start to wrap it up. Sure. Um, as a life coach, do you make any money? Like, do no. you? You don't. Mm -mm. I don't now because of just how I am choosing to be as a life coach because of fear. I probably could make a lot of money. I think you could. Because yeah. um, on this journey, I'm learning to accept my gifts mm -hmm. and not feel like when I talk about those gifts, I'm bragging. Like I'm acknowledging my own value. So I'm still in that journey. And once I'm fully there, I think I will make mm -hmm. the money that I know I could make. Right. But because I'm like, you know, doubting myself and, you know, questions mm. like, oh, no, I won't do that. No, I won't do that because I'm not worthy. But that's not the truth. That's right. just the story of the past that I'm still kind of holding on to. Mm -hmm. So I have people who reach out to me. So I do events and like uh, this one specific church in White Plains, they hire me quarterly to host an event for their women's uh, group. Okay. So I meet with their, uh, their group of women there and it's maybe about 20 of them and I coach them on different things that's happening in their life. Out of that, I offer complimentary sessions. So I'll do that there and there's no money being made there. So right now I'm really just sharing my gifts kind of freely, but still always looking for clients. Right. right. Um, but I find that I'm at my best in larger groups or in small groups I than I am that. in an individual because individual coaching 
people aren't really ready for what they think that they're They're ready ready for. Like, so they're on this cliff and it says, Ooh, I want a better life for myself. And I know that there's this being that can help me with that. I'll say that I want to do it, but as soon as I'm pushing them to the edge of that cliff, cliff, which is going to lead them to their greatness, they're like pushing back. No, 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 no. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Uh So it ends up being a waste of time. So those of you who are listening, when you are ready for coaching, make sure that you are really ready for coaching because Mm -hmm. coaching and therapy (laughs) can take you to places that you've never been before with yourself. Right. And you really have to be committed to your journey of self-discovery. And when you're not, it's like you with just everything. Yeah. Fuck up everybody else's life that you've tricked to in saying mm-hmm. that you were ready. Exactly. I mean, I've had people give me money up front and say, Yes, I'm ready. And then after the fact, oh, I'm not ready. But you yeah. don't get your money back. Tough shit, bitch. So <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Slow for you. <laughs> but I find that there's more courage in larger groups, you know, where you find other women sharing and then through their sharing, you're empowered and encouraged to share yourself. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of money that's available in coaching organizations and corporations can hire you, mm-hmm. large groups. My long-term goal is to do retreats. Of course, So right yeah. now, which is a great. part of my gift to you. So oh, yes. what I am Lindsay doing here. Presents. Yes. So being a mom is a lot of work. Can I open it out? Yes. So <laughs> being a mom is a lot of work. And from that, I've learned that we need an outlet, right? So I created a support group for moms and it's called Mama's Cup. And what I gifted you with is one of our mugs, our coffee mugs, because we do coffee mugs and stemless wine glasses. That is a body mist. You can spray it on your body. You can spray it in the room. You can spray it on your pillow. I think you got, what did you get? Good vibes only? Oh, that's awesome. It's a coffee coffee mug that says Mama's Cup. I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's nice, Lindsay. It's an essential oil spray. That's I love for it. It's us got moms. like some lavender in it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And I so love the ingredients it. are on the back of it to let you know what's in it because some people are allergic to certain things. And I gotta pull it back things. because I'm old as fuck. And I'm I'm pulling it back. Mandarin orange, patchouli, and peppermint. Mm. Yeah. And so, what's the name of the bottle that you have? Because there's a name mm. on the front. It's called Good Vibes Only. There you go, right? So when you're feeling negative and you're feeling in a funk, Mm, go ahead and spray that and allow yourself to Mm. reconnect with the positive side. And then also inside is my business card, but also a card that I like to give out to mamas, reminding them how important it is to take care of themselves. Love it. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I mean, in closing, um, one of the... One of the things that, you know, yes, I am I'm privileged to be able to work um, around Lindsay. And um, at, at Mother's Day, you actually, you made it to our gratitude bucket. Okay. Mm. Yes, you did. Um, what? Yeah. The note so that you put it. into the uh, Mother's Day cup uh, card to mm-hmm. me um, made it to the gratitude journal. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um just just little things like that. Um, I think 2019, when we talk about the podcast and, and making sure that we're building each other up. Yes. I mean, we spend so much time knocking each other down, knocking ourselves, ourselves down, down right. on a regular basis. Like, I caught myself the other day looking in the mirror and going, you are such a fuck up. Like, what is wrong with you? And then afterward, I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Meanwhile, I just berated myself for 15 minutes. And and was like afterward going, 
you know, like that buyer's remorse. Yeah, yeah, You know, you're remorseful afterward. You're going, why did I just do that to myself? Where was I? You know, but we spend so much time, like, talking about how we're not enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's so important that this year and, and years beyond now right. that we build each other up yep. and Shake we support up as many people we mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to completely support you. Thank you. And Thank everything you. you do. And you need to start your own podcast. I Stop it. I know. Put it on your goddamn vision board. I'm okay. going to come into the middle of the night into your house <laughs> and I'm going to put it on your vision board. Um, I'm going to create a vision board. We... Are going to create a vision board. Yeah, you can ignore me by not looking at me. I was, I was putting on the. You were basking in the ambiance of getting the, the good vibes only. Oh, it smells. It smells so amazing. Good. And and you created this this group by yourself. Is that what this yeah. is? Nice. Yeah. So the oil, I love it. So you talk about like empowering each other and encouraging yeah. other, each other. That's Lizette. Really? So Lizette, so co-worker of mine, she already does her own air diffusing and Mm. all this other stuff. She does that in her office and I'm, she wants to have her own wellness center. And I believe that she will have that wellness center. And I said, look, let's collaborate as a part of mama's cup. I want moms to have a little spray that says, you know, feel good about yourself, whatever. So there's a spray called Mama's Cup. There's one that's called Good Vibes Only. So we have about four different variations, but I've encouraged her to create her own. And she created her own sprays that we've collaborated on. We throw the Mama's Cup label on it. Um, And then the cups are actually made by someone that I know who has her own business. The actual cup. The actual cup. Wow. And she encourages and supports mom entrepreneurs and her name is leah norfolk yep so she's in virginia in fact i'm Mm -hmm. speaking this saturday an event it's called uh ladies who launched 2019 nice in hampton virginia and it's for women entrepreneurs and really about launching your own business and what you need what's required and my focus is going to say how your mind needs to be right in order for your business to be right. That's awesome. You know? Um, so it's really just, like you said, empowering each other for 2019, finding what's out there, what people love to do, and trying to collaborate, create a platform, whatever it is. And so That's awesome. I really am grateful that you allowed me um, to be in your space with Mom Say the F Word. In fact, I was looking forward to saying the F Word, so fuck, 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 fuck. And... Um, <laughs> I wanted to also make sure that I gifted you with, um, you know, our Mama's Cup favorites that we uh, have at our events, which are every second Friday of the month right now in Pelham, New York, Mm -hmm. but always open to hosting the event in other communities where moms just need an outlet. And we just talk shit about our kids. Nice. Well, let me know. I'll come and, you know, maybe. Or have an event out here. If you have a group of moms, a group of listeners who are looking now for a physical space, to come together, Definitely. I show up as a, a coach, a facilitator, and we really just drink free wine. Yeah, and buddy. We talk for two hours and play games with each other, and it's really just about self care. Do you um do you have this information on your website, or no? Not yet. Okay. Uh, not yet. But the website eleven eleven coaching dot com. It yep. is going to be going live mm-hmm. on Friday of this month. Nice. Um, Proud of you. Thank you. Good. And it's so wild because it's ready. It's right, just wait, me. Wait, time out. Time out. Yeah. Is it 
one 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 one. Thank you for asking that guy. You're amazing. It's the word eleven, the number eleven, the word coaching dot com. Right. That we'll put that website. on our Instagram so awesome. that you for any of the listeners that are interested, we can we can yeah. put it on our Instagram for you. Awesome. Yeah. Because I've gone to your website and whatever. And I was like, isn't she hot? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. that's awesome. So is there anywhere else people can follow you? Oh, Instagram. So 1111 coaching on Instagram. That's the most active page that I have. Um, it's a lot of work to manage a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, you know, all yeah. of that. And it's like, just go to one fucking place and learn exactly. about who we are and what we do. Yeah. So Instagram right now is the main hub. Mine too. Um, and eventually the website will be there. So yeah, yeah. so go to Instagram 1111 coaching word 11 number 11. And just get inspired, share your story, uh, listen to me talk shit, and and spread messages about Savannah, who just teaches me how to be a better person. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. anytime you want to come back, if you have any content. I'd love to come back, especially for this cheese. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Which one did you like? Do you like the Manchego? Yeah, or did I like, you like the Manchego, yeah. so awesome. Again, our, our trip to Spain taught us, well, taught me so much about like mm. good food, and that mm-hmm. was like hands down my favorite cheese and i found it a couple of weeks ago and i was like oh my god i gotta find it um but any anytime you want to come back or if you want to promote anything just let me know you need to get your own podcast thank you i'd love if you had you know a mom here and i'd coach the mom and it would become a live session that that. people can you know listen to that would be awesome as well definitely i'm sure we'll have some people that will anyone that's a listener that wants to take a peek or take a any you listener know? who wants to get their fucking life together. Thank you. Yeah, no peek. I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, no, you know no peeking. What? We've been Take peeking peek all life. our lives. Yeah. Yeah, open exactly. the goddamn door. <laughs> Don't peek. Open the door, see that your shit is fucked up, and you need to get look. it in order. Exactly. Look. Exactly. Look. Right, it's not listen. bird box. We need you to look. Right. <laughs> Take, Take up the your blindfold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boy, exactly. girl, yeah. come here. Take now. your blindfold. Yes, you will die. Alert. <laughs> It was. I want to talk to my kid like that sometimes. Just put a blindfold on the boy. Girl. Girl. (laughs) Go to fucking school. Learn some shit. Come home and teach me. (laughs) Common core. Oh. Oh God, we we don't have enough time for Common Core. Okay. We need to wrap it up at this point, but Common Core is no joke. Because Savannah's not there yet. She is. Is she? Please, I try to help her with her homework, and then I send it to school, and it comes back wrong. And she's like, "Mommy, you're not smart." And I say, "I am. It's a different kind of smart. Exactly. Our smart is different. <laughs> it's not Common Core smart. Oh but I got God. the right answer. Division is division all day long. Don't don't change it. Don't change it. Why do we it's have to so find stupid. multiple ways? But I understand. You've got to meet all the learners. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. But anyway, well, I thank you thank for you. driving an hour and change to come here. It's and totally worth it. And join us for a Sunday afternoon. Yes. And anyone uh, that wants to um, spread the word about us, we can be heard on any pod. Was it any pod through Amazon? Yes. Um, if you enable the any pod skill on your Amazon Echo, then you just ask Alexa to ask any pod to play Real Mom Say the F Word. And so. then you can have it streaming through your house, which if you have children, you might want to censor that because we don't censor. Um, Check them out. Well, yeah, that too. Um, you can hear Make us on them leave. Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, um, Player FM, anywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, 
And again, we encourage you to rate, subscribe, and review. That's what gets us our plays. Um, and again, shout out to our, our listeners in Amsterdam. Hey, puff, puff, pass. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> <laughs> and anywhere in the uh, – anywhere, anywhere, Illinois, California, wherever you are and you're enjoying this, please um, rate and subscribe and uh, write a review. If you hate us, don't write a review. So fuck you. <laughs> if you like us, then then rate us. But um, that's what makes us su- successful. And again, my tongue is thick. <laughs> Two glasses of Cabernet and I think I'm done. Um, but we want to say thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming. And we and enjoyed incidentally, you. incidentally, we want to thank all of the Instagram yes. followers too. Yes, yes, yes. And um, there's one Instagram follower that I wanted to to shout out specifically and I forgot yes that's her she is amazing like oh, she okay posts, wait hold on wait. Lindsay's looking at me funny I need yeah, to I, I need to show um, her that I did not make sounds this like name you up. just disrespected me yeah no she's she's really she mm. posts like I love food and she's always mm. posting stuff about food nice shoes and she's she takes pictures of her food and oh, I love that shoe Puta. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I said. I don't know. We'd have to play it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she's always she's supporting mm. us, and um, awesome. I just wanted oh, to give good. a quick shout out to her too. So, anyway, nice. thank you so much, and um, stay- she's really distracted now looking at Shuputa's Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. So, stuff. but anyway, nice. um, don't be a dick. I like that. Is that how you? Yeah, I used to say "go fuck yourself." I like but my that. friend Kathy was like, "No, you really shouldn't say that. That's don't not be a nice." Dick. So don't be a dick. Don't be a jerk. Um, stay positive. Do your dream boards. Awesome. And never hesitate to say the f word. Exactly. Never. Ever. Just say it. Fuck it. Fuck that. Exactly. Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> That was awesome. This has been Real Moms Say the F Word.